Yeah, 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 totally. All right, well, let, maybe let's wrap this one up with with uh, some advice. So for you, I, I my advice is really simple for you know, to answer this question. I don't know, you know, like cause I, I'm not I'm not in your your realm by any means. But what advice do you have for divers that are maybe getting into photography or or thinking about like that enjoyed editing that GoPro video and sharing it out? You know, what advice mm -hmm. do you have for those people that are kind of interested in going down that path? Yeah, there, there's two things. The the first and most important thing is to work on buoyancy and trim and be able to control the directions that you're going to go, be able to go, most importantly, be able to go backwards. If you can back kick, <laughs> I know that, you know, in most, I guess for most technical divers, back kicking is kind of like a secondary thing, not that big of a deal. But for a photographer, the fact that you can back up when you accidentally push yourself too close to the subject, that that's the most useful thing ever. And, you know, it's something that, um, I used to be really bad at, and I recently worked on it, but it's, it's been a game changer, you know, <laughs> learning, learning how to back kick. Um, but yeah, that goes into the whole buoyancy and trim thing. If you can, um, figure out what it means to have good form as a diver, um, in whatever organization or agency you choose to get your training from. And, um, on the gear side of things, avoid any sort of point and shoot camera. Um, once you decide to move past a GoPro uh, or a cell phone. Um, I would, uh, uh, look into, I mean, there, there's a lot of really inexpensive plastic composite housings now that are plenty reliable. So I would look into finding one of those that fits on some sort of, uh, low end Sony or Canon, uh, mirrorless camera. If, um, yeah, so I'm, let me kind of, let me kind of rewind a little bit. Um, find the housing first, um, make sure that it's a camera that you want and then get the camera. Don't get the camera and expect to find a housing. Ah, that's a good, that's a good one. Why is that? Cause it's, it's hard to find. The right Most housing. people buy a camera and say, I want to take this underwater. Like, uh, <laughs> um, my friend, for example, he bought, uh, he bought a Panasonic, uh, uh, GH five Mark two, I think is it a GH five. Yeah. GH five really expensive camera, really nice camera. And yeah, you can find an underwater housing for it, but it's going to be made by not and it's going to cost you six grand. Um, but his, his idea was to put inside a sea frogs housing, which is an amazing idea. And sea frogs makes housings uh, for those, but not for the Mark II. So he bought that camera and wasn't really ever able to take it underwater. And it, it was a huge investment for him. And he recently sold it. Um, but I think uh, I think about things like that. So, you know, get the housing, then buy the camera that goes in that housing. Is what I yeah, would suggest. Yeah, that's a really good. So if you get on Sea Frogs or any of those websites, you know, you find it an affordable housing for it, then that's probably the best way to go. Yeah, within within the budget, unless unless you're mm -hmm. you know independently wealthy, then go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you have the money <laughs> for one of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you have the money for one of those pro quality underwater housings, then you know I, I would look at the camera first. Then, but if you're on a budget, get the get the budget housing first. And if you're listening to this and, and you, you are in that position, um, Scott, you can reach Scott at Scott Bauer, you know, at gmail.com, whatever, and just buy two and send him one. He'd appreciate it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's good advice. It's interesting though, that you, you started with, with the personal skills. Cause he kind of took the words right out of my mouth on that is that the only thing I, I know, uh, or that I've observed, I should say, is that I've seen a lot of 
frustrated photographers, let's say, people that that are maybe up and coming in photography um, or trying to learn it, they get really frustrated. Oh, I didn't get that picture. Or they start comparing those pictures. And it's not, it, you know, it, it's because they couldn't stop, right? They got too close and they, they didn't know how to go backwards, right? Or, or you know, they, they crashed into the reef because their buoyancy was bad. Or they started focusing on something and their buoyancy goes, you know, they, they lose it and go up or down. And I think that that's not only a really important point that you made, but it's also a safety point. Like, I think if you're not somewhat comfortable, that's the word I've been using, I think, in season two, it keeps coming through is, is being comfortable in your skills, like getting to where you want to be. I want to be over there and then I want to stop. Are you comfortable doing that, right? Without crashing into something or grabbing something? Are you comfortable, you know, focusing on things? Because like you said in the beginning of the show, there are things that you go back and look at in that video that you realize, oh, I, I didn't even see that. And I was in the environment. You know, we have a tendency to have tunnel vision really easily. You know, you think about your first, you know, couple of open water dives outside of your open water course, you know, all you're really looking at is your depth gauge and your SPG, right? Constantly. Like you don't see anything else on the dive because this is new gear. Like is my, is my gas still on, right? There's a lot of stress around those things. And so you're tunneled into that piece of equipment. When you start to add in something like a camera that requires like settings, that requires framing, that requires, you know, all of these sorts of things. It's not just a point and shoot unless you're doing, you know, a GoPro in some ways. But if you're trying to capture a shot, it, it's it can be dangerous if you're not already comfortable with your personal skill set under the water to then add that in because now you're tunnel visioned into the camera and maybe you're forgetting completely to focus on, you know, checking your your gas because you you don't do that normally, right? Or you know, that's probably the extreme version, but there are lighter versions where you're checking the settings of your camera and all of a sudden you're on the surface, which I've seen lots of yeah, times. Yeah, yeah or you're crashing into the bottom. So I think those, that skill set, and then you don't get the photo and your dives over, you know, <laughs> like, or you put yourself into an emergency situation. So, um, so I think that that's, it's good advice. Like, I don't know what, I don't, I wouldn't venture as far as to say on a podcast, what I think those skills, what level those skills should be at. But I think the word comfortable, if, if you mm -hmm. are not yet comfortable with just your, your diving apparatus as it is, um, you know, adding the camera to some degree is going to add another piece of gear that's going to, you know, take your situational awareness inward rather than outward into the environment. And, um, and you have to be careful with that. So I think that's really good advice, you know, getting squared away. And I also think maybe to add on to that, and this is maybe me being safety officer, you know, Jay here, but, but I think too, when you're adding new gear, even if you are comfortable, like for example, I went on a dive with brand new, like seven brand new things, which is not smart, right? Um, there was no way I should bring a camera on that dive, even a GoPro, right? Because I have so many new things, like new undergarment, new dry suit, new this. And it's like, okay, I have so many things just to get comfortable in. Mm -hmm. And um, I need to focus on those things while maintaining my safety. So again, if you're adding a piece of gear, add it progressively, right? If you're changing something in your kit, you know, maybe don't take the camera on that dive while you're dialing yeah. that in, right? Um, and I, I do that even like when I go on vacation and go on like a long dive trip, I'll, I'll even, a lot of times the first dive of that trip, I don't bring the camera. 
uh, just to kind of get dialed in and get used to everything. And, and it's not even just being comfortable with diving. I think like if you're going to be operating a cam, like a, like a camera that actually allows you to control the F stop and the shutter speed and ISO and whatnot, if, if you're focusing on that, the amount of task loading that that adds into what you're doing, diving needs to be second nature. It needs to be something that, uh, kind of like riding a bicycle, you know, you're able to stay buoyant without even thinking about it. Um, and I, I don't, I'm not talking about using GoPros or, um, you know, point and shoot type stuff at, at that point, it's not a big, n- not as big of a deal, but if you're using like a camera camera, um, diving should definitely be second nature by that point. You should have a good amount of dives under your belt, um, before you try to take that on. Cause you're, you're not only risking your own safety, but you're also risking losing an incredibly expensive piece of equipment that you probably spent a lot of money on, um, or putting yourself or someone else in danger. And you're not really going to be able to focus on, on getting, getting any good work until, until that aspect, um, of what you're doing is, is, uh, pretty well under your own control. Yeah. Maybe we'll, um, we'll unpack more of this in the next episode. I think this is a good subject because, um, it's interesting that you, that the first place you went with, you know, how to get started is this personal skills. And, and then I would add to that then team skills mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, technical skills on the photography. So maybe, maybe we'll unpack some of that in the next episode. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Good. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up. I mean, this has been good. It's, it's funny. This is so easy. Uh, you know, we, we've spent hours, uh, I, you know, we took a trip. It was like f- four hours out and four hours back in the truck in one day. I think it was something like that, three <laughs> hours, something like that. And I was laughing at, you know, I, I compare that trip because, uh, you and I just endlessly talked for the whole time. It was like, it was like our own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I was like doing a podcast, uh, and, <laughs> and just about diving. It wasn't like just, it was talking about diving. So I was, it was funny cause, uh, this felt like that, you know, super simple. I looked down at the clock and go, Oh wow. We're, we're, uh, we're at time. Uh, it's time to time to wrap this one up. So Scott, thank you so much. Um, before we go, uh, would you let people know where they can find you if, if you, they want to connect with you or see some of your work? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's Scott Bauer below. And then my Instagram is also Scott Bauer below. That's where you could go to see a lot of my photos that I post and um, all of my video is going to be on the YouTube channel. So yeah, feel free to check out either of those. And um, my last name is B-A-U-E-R. Yeah, like like the TV show, right? <laughs> yeah or eddie bauer <laughs> yeah. or eddie oh eddie bauer yeah no there's only one or bauer oh, skates jack. i think there's yeah bauer no, skates it's it's jack i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's jack bauer yeah <laughs> 24 oh my gosh that was you know what's so funny about that is uh so i never really got into it live tv i never was like a get around the tv at a certain time person and even now like i think the only time I've ever done that for any show was game of Thrones when that one was around. It's like a whole community yeah. event, but I remember <laughs> this, this maybe dates me, but I remember 24, um, when I was in college, uh, you know, I had a house with like, I don't know, five or six roommates, you know how it goes in college. And, um, we had a real house though. One of those college roommates had the like check out four discs, at a time from Blockbuster deal. Like his, he paid for that monthly subscription or whatever. And so like the whole house benefited from that. And I remember at one point they, he brought home or someone brought home the first four discs of 24, you know, season one. 
And oh yeah, okay, fine, I'll watch it. And it was like it was just like going back and forth to Blockbuster, uh, you know, <laughs> every yeah. week and exchanging four discs for this and four discs for that. I always thought that show was funny because so back. much happens in 24 hours in that show. It's like suddenly he's in Paris after he was in New York four hours ago, you know. <laughs> he never eats. He never. Yeah, sleeps. never eats. He yeah, never there's never the anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's never a dull moment in Jack Bauer's life. So that's why I said there's only one. <laughs> anyway, okay, good. So Scott Bauer below on YouTube and at Scott Bauer below on Instagram connect. You might even see the, the photos I was referring to earlier of me uh, on his Insta and check yeah, it out. So they're there. They're there somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so good. Well, today we focused on why, you know, kind of the fundamental question, why take photos underwater in the first place? And we'd love to hear your thoughts. Are you an aspiring underwater photographer? How do you feel about taking photos underwater? How did you get your start or, or what phase are you in? Are you still in the, uh, you know, GoPro phase where you hate editing the video like me? Or are you, you know, well beyond it, building your own rigs and, and things uh, and getting paid to take photos? We'd love to hear from you. So reach out to Scott or myself. We'd love to hear your comments. And make sure that you subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Spotify or Apple or wherever you get them, so you can be a part of this growing community. Any uh, parting thoughts, Scott? Um, man, putting me on the spot. Uh, I would say, no, I don't have any parting thoughts. No parting thoughts. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to edit that part out. Um, part, part the subject away from the background, right? That's a parting mm -hmm. thought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any good photography jokes. Sorry, I, I don't know. <laughs> don't be a part of taking bad photos underwater. There you go. There you go. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll go with that. There you go. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, thanks out there uh, for joining us today. And we look forward to having you back on the next episode of the dive table.